Hello and welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. This is Ralph here. So I'm a, I'm a host, I'm an editor, I'm an audio engineer of this podcast, and we've got a special episode coming here for you. Recently, our producer Juan and the, the other host and owner of Black Orchid Lounge, Michelle, they went to Denver, Colorado, where recently they had the Great American Beer Festival. And they were out there doing interviews and... If you've been lucky enough to actually make it out to the Great American Beer Festival, you know that it's a, it's a loud place. I mean, this is this place is packed with people, packed with different um, breweries, brewmasters, um, and just a lot of people out there enjoying the beer. So, I mean, the audio on here it's it's, it's a little loud, it's a little noisy, uh, but please bear with us. The interviews that Michelle and Juan were able to get are you know pretty great. They're able to talk with Jester King, with Bells, um, with, with Dogfish Head. And I mean, they're working under the pressure of, you know, I mean, these people are serving beer to a lot of different, different customers, different clients there. And um, so, I mean, they had a very huge time crunch in these interviews and, and the noise levels aren't that great. So the audio, you know, suffered a little bit, but, you know, please bear with us, please listen. And again, thank you for listening. Without you, we wouldn't have been able to get media passes to attend GABF at all. Um, so please continue listening, share, like, subscribe, review us on iTunes if you can. That really helps. That gets us to, um, you know, gives us better ratings and will get us to a larger audience. So again, you know, just please share us with the world. Thank you. Hello and welcome to a very, very special edition of Inside the Drinker Studio. I'm here with Juan. Hi, me too. And Ralph is in uh, El Paso waiting for us to come back. And uh, we are very happy to announce that we are at the uh, Great American Beer Fest here in Denver, Colorado. GABF. Yes. So we need to thank um, all the people that made this possible. Thank you to Matt Sutton from the uh, Rosa Group. He uh, gave us a chance to come over here and meet and interview and drink. A lot of beer, so lot of we're going to be walking around, talking to people, introducing, getting to know different characters, and drinking beer, so stay tuned. Stay tuned, people. All right. We'll be here. We'll, we'll be here, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. I am here for with the uh, CEO of the Brewers Association in Denver here. Yeah, sir, you mind stating your name? Uh, my name is Bob Pease. I'm the president and CEO of the Brewers Association. Awesome. So, um, you're enjoying yourself here? Yeah, I'm enjoying myself. You know, it's not a big drinking <laughs> event for me. Uh, you know, we are always careful to keep a close eye on safety uh, but uh, an event like this but you know what, what I enjoy is seeing so many other people really have a good time mm-hmm. you know just the excitement that uh, surrounds the beer festival and beer from small and independent breweries right right the beer culture is alive and well in the United States doing very well actually I had a question but I didn't want to stand up because somebody kind of beat me to it but maybe you can answer for me sure at the press um, conference you mean yes at the press conference um, we're from El Paso Texas and we only have two breweries right now there's a third one about to open up you should open one you could get strike rich well, I already have a bar, otherwise I would. <laughs> no appreciation. Yeah, so what do you think uh, the Brewers Association can do for a uh, city such as El Paso? It's so small. 
um, we don't get all the attention like some like Austin and San Antonio does. Um, so what do you think that Brewers Association can do for us so we can get more people in there and what can we do as well? Well, what the Brewers Association can do first and foremost is support the Texas Craft Brewers Association. Because what has to happen, you know, for in a community like El Paso, there has to be organic demand has to be created so an entrepreneur you know sees the, the viability in opening a small and independent brewery mm -hmm. so it's kind of building that beer culture in El Paso uh, you know many of the craft breweries in the United States built their business one beer drinker at a time right and that's really the mindset that has to I think exist in a community where where maybe the beer culture isn't as advanced as it's an Austin or San Antonio or Denver, Colorado. Okay, you've been to El Paso? I have not. Well, you need to go then. I would love to. I love you to travel. To. We have a bunch you know, of. Uh, I don't make it to Texas that often, for, you know, in all honesty. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been to San Antonio a few times. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to ask you a very unusual question because this okay. is what we do in our podcast. If you were to be stranded on an island. What would be the beer that you would choose to drink for the rest of the of your stay over there? Uh, well, it would depend on where the island is, because I would want. It's the, up to you. You can I choose a tropical the, island uh, in the middle well, of like. I would want the you know. beer that is the closest <laughs> to the island, so it was the freshest beer I could possibly get. Okay, and you would be okay with drinking just one style and that one beer for the rest of your life until they. Well, if I have a choice of uh, a variety of styles, I'm going to go that way. Can I? I can have a case of like a mix. mix uh, sure, I guess. I guess you were prepared when so, you're. <laughs> I'm going to do. That. I'm going. I'm going to choose that. Okay. Awesome. Good question. So thank you very much for you speaking bet. to us for a couple minutes. My pleasure. Uh, we're going to be walking around. Thank okay. you. Nice Seriously. to meet you again. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we are with Paul Gatza, is that how you say it? Gatza, and he's yeah. the director of the Brewers Association. So thank you very much for hosting this, I guess. I mean, being here, that means a lot to us and people from El Paso. I'm sure they'll get really excited to hear they were here. So Juan here is going to ask you a couple of questions. Yeah, I have a question for you because I know you like quality in beers and all that. Is there anything that grinds your gears? I mean, is there anything that you don't like brewers doing? Yeah, I like uh, I, when a brewer has a quality issue and they don't know they have a quality issue. That bothers me because they haven't taken the time to really investigate and to study what a great beer is and then talk to other people and get other opinions. And uh, when they have a quality issue, they need to address it. They can't be putting bad beer in the marketplace because that brings everybody down. Yeah, we're like very new in El Paso right now. We have two breweries, about to be three. It's, it's a really exciting time down there. And uh, I don't think anybody has a quality issue, but I, I will definitely talk to the brewers over there and like make, make sure that there is something like that going on. I think we know a brewery in New Mexico that had yeah. that issue, right, Michelle? Oh yeah, we, we know a couple of breweries here and there, so... Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, a lot of times we see it's the newer brewers who just don't have the peer group that can really help them along. Because right. it's a hard transition to go from home brewing up to commercial brewing. You face different issues and uh, different equipment, so it's, uh, it is a challenge to uh, go pr from amateur to professional. Awesome. Yeah, I you. You have yes, are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, Iron Hills Imperial Stout. It is delicious. Okay. It's, it's paired with a beef tartare. Oh, that over there was awesome. That is just I had that stunning. already. That was really good. Is there a specific beer here that you're totally in love with? 
I mean, um, that's a hard question, but... You know, I tend to like the really hoppy beers, so uh, the uh, uh, Tricera Hops, double IPA from yeah, Ninkazi, yes. I really enjoyed that mm -hmm. last night. I haven't tried it yet tonight, but uh, it's uh, there. that's, uh, that's one that I tried that I really, <laughs> really like. Awesome. Whoa. Well, thank you very much thank for you. these couple of minutes. It's very nice to meet you. And I just want to ask if you would mind signing my shirt. We're collecting what? signatures. We're collecting signatures. Okay. I got a shirt, and I would love it if I, some, somebody had a Sharpie. So I'm like, well, why not? So right. do you mind? Wherever you like. Sure. It's a blank shirt. It's a white shirt. I don't care. Woohoo! I'm going to make a lot of people jealous. <laughs> Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for your time, and hopefully we'll see you one of these days in El Paso. Yeah. And you can follow my hair on Twitter. Yeah, your Paul hair is Gatz's awesome. Hair. Your hair no is way. awesome. That's we will follow you here. It I'm takes Peter. a lot of guts to carry a mullet like that. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. Thanks, guys. Okay, I'm here with Scott Metzger from Freetail Brewing Company, and I got a really good question for you. Um, being from Texas, and I wanted to ask this over there, and uh, what are you guys doing as Brewers Association? What are you guys doing to get Texas out of our ass, basically, because you know the blue laws, the no-crawlers, all that stuff. What are you guys doing to help out with that? Uh, yeah, you know, I think we had a lot of fantastic changes to the laws in 2013, and that was a great uh, first step, and there's a lot of work to do, and uh, not so much the Brewers Association, because uh, that's a national focus, right. but our Texas Craft Brewers Guild uh, is definitely working on all the issues, and... Uh, when the legislative session starts again in January, they'll, okay. they'll be back at the Capitol working on, uh, on trying to improve things. But it's definitely come a long way uh, just in the last four years. Mm -hmm. is, that, is that a problem with you for Freetail, the crawlers and how they are very strict no, I mean, about it? At some point, we just have to like say, hey, the laws are the laws, and right. we have to work with them. And, uh, you know, certainly there are some things that would help if they were changed, but, yeah. um, you know, you have to work with what we have and and, and, ex and build your strategic plan around that and just move forward. Awesome, awesome. Is there a beer in particular that you're very proud of, that you made and you're, you're doing very well right now here uh, in Denver? Well, you know, they're, they're all my children, so I, I, love, I, know. I love them all. <laughs> uh, I know you can't pick your favorite because yeah. you don't want to make the other one feel bad, but... Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I love them all today. I mean, one that's been really popular today. Okay. Or throughout the festival has been our watermelon berliner. All right, do you mind if we uh, get a taste of that? Yeah, absolutely. We got a little uh, glass over here. Uh, watermelon. Oh, awesome. So this is a watermelon and lime tart ale. Awesome. Let's see. So... Uh, oh, that, yeah, oh made my with, God, uh, wow. real watermelons. We didn't use an extract or anything. We okay. uh, painstakingly, some of our staff uh, peeled and and, pure, and extracted and pureed uh, local watermelon, you know, from This from is the area, really, so. really good. This is from the area, then. Nice. Good one. Do you have a question for, for him, Juan? Well, if... Um, if you if you have to die, I mean, we, if you we, don't, want to die, to we die. don't want you to yeah. die. We don't want you to die. But if you were to die and come back as a beer, spirit, or um, wine. wine, what would you come back as? Ah, uh, if I was going to come back as a beer, a beer, wine, or spirit? I mean, I would okay. assume that you would. Want I would to come, come back, back as a beer. beer. I'm not a I'm not a wine or a spirits person. 
Uh, that's a great question. Because, uh, you know, then I got to think about if I get drinking, am I dying again? Uh, so maybe I'd want to be like a beer that nobody ever wants to drink so I can live. Oh, you want to be a crappy yeah, beer that nobody I, wants to drink? Well, I want to live. My, my number one goal in life is survival. Well, what about being a nice The like worst a... thing that can happen to anyone is dying. We had that before. Yeah. Somebody wanted to be Galliano as a spirit because they will always be on the, the shelf. Like, oh yeah, nobody's going to drink this ever. You know, yeah. so. There you go. Maybe like a really expensive uh, whiskey that nobody ever orders because it too, costs too much. <laughs> yeah. So okay. like everyone everyone likes it and respects it, but they can't afford it. So they don't kind of just it. look pretty in the, yeah. on, the, on the shelf. Yeah. That's Thank a good answer. Much, Thank you so much. It was really nice to meet you. So hopefully we'll see you in El Paso anytime yeah, soon. Thank you guys. This is Enjoy making me nervous. This, this microphone kind of like sucks. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. It's nice to meet you again. We'll see you around. All right, I'm here with... Colin Ferguson, Live okay. Oak Brewing Company. All right, Live Oak. We've had some of your beers in our bar, and it's amazing beer. So Thank tell you. us a little bit about the brewery. I'm sorry, say that again? Tell us about a brewery, what your Well, Live Oak, is, Live Oak is Austin's oldest brewery. We're mm -hmm. also the third oldest independently owned microbrewery in the state. We've been in business since 1997. Uh -huh. We've always focused on the beers of sustenance, so continental. European beers. These include not only the beers of the Czech Republic, but Germany, also Poland, well across the continent. And now you guys are self-distributing. We do self-distribute. Yes. We're one of few breweries in the state still self-distributing. Yeah, you guys just made it to El Paso, what, less this year? I think we so. We just recently, and actually a just lot of our reason being in El Paso, we've, we've had... We, we really owe it to our retailers and we owe it to our customers and the interest in their enjoyment of our beer because we don't take it ourselves. They bring it, you know, they are beholden to themselves to coming to Austin to pick up our beer yeah. and make it out to El Paso. So yes. we, we, well, we, we did pick up a couple of beers whenever we were yeah. in Austin, but we didn't get to make it to the brewery. Yeah. But I know the Hefeweizen and the Pels do very well in El Paso. So is there anything else here that we can get a taste of? Yes. Uh, before we brewed Hefeweizen, we brewed Big Bark. Vienna Lager and our Live Oak Pills. We are lager brewers at heart. A lager beer is a very simple beer, but it does require a lot of complex biology and chemistry, a lot of emphasis on detail to do well, and we are internationally recognized for that effort. So I would highly suggest trying our pills. We also, today, are highlighting the difference between a German Pilsner and a Czech Pilsner because there is a distinction between the styles. Okay. We allow for people to try them side by side to see that distinction. Well, do you mind if we, if we do that? Not at all. Awesome. Do you want to take some pictures? Let's take some pictures of Live Oak. So this will be your German Pilsner. Okay. Awesome. This is really good beer, people. You need to get this. Alright. Yay. <laughs> Alright, so we're comparing a couple of Pilsners here. Hi. Okay. Alright. Your turn one. So this will be... These are beers of nuance, beers of subtlety, very clean flavor profiles. These are actually the beers, This part, these particular styles are what gave rise to the majority of the beer consumed during the latter half of the 19th and early part of the 20th century. Wow. This is really, this is really good. I like it. Okay. So wait, this yeah, was German Pilsner is going to be a little bit higher in minerality. It's also not going to have the, the kind of substantive medium to all full body malt character that people associate with Czech Pilsner. Right. Czech Pilsner is going to have substantially more hop character, substantially more malt character, 
A lot of that is, is due in large part to an extensive decoction mashing process, which we are uniquely known for. Uh, very little brewer, you know, very few people have reason to use a decoction process today because of the highly modified malts made available, but we focus on the highest quality ingredients that require these age-old processes. Awesome. Well, good job, guys. I'm very, very proud of the people that are pushing Texas out there, especially that are coming back to El Paso, coming in, somebody new. Um, I have a fun question for you. Sure. Um, if, uh, what historical figure would you like to have a beer with? I'd probably like to drink with Winston Churchill. Awesome. Because I, I would just it. like to keep up. Because <laughs> you like to keep up? What would you be drinking with him? Oh, whiskey. For sure. You're drinking whiskey. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that was awesome. Hopefully, introducing him to Grodzitski. <laughs> Oh, wow, okay. Awesome. We are, okay, one, we are one of few breweries in the country producing this style. Grodzitski is a table uh -huh. beer of Polish origin that dates back to the early 10th century. Awesome. It fell out of fashion in the mid-90s, and it's now seeing revival throughout Poland and only for a few breweries here in the United States. Are you going to carry that? Is that going to be canned anytime soon? Or that no? will not be canned. That's a draft-only oh, product predominantly available in Austin. Okay, so I think we should uh, Come to that. Austin. Awesome. Come yeah, taste that, yeah. Taste that? Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Okay, so we are uh, Austin Beer Works right now, and we are with, state your name, sir? Michael Graham. Okay, Michael Graham, I remember now. Um, how are you guys doing? Things are great. Uh, you know, I... Sorry? When are you guys coming to El Paso? I mean, yeah, the question that we always ask. We still can't keep up with Austin. We're 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 about wrapping up like a, a brewery expansion that's going to triple our production. Uh, yeah. So we have to see how Austin does with that, and if we if we can make more than we can supply or that, that uh, Austin can drink, then we can start looking at new markets. Is there anything new guy, that you guys have in Austin? Any other new brews? Um, once we have that new site up and running, we have yeah. a new brew house, new tanks, we'll be able to add new brands and new seasonals and all okay. sorts of new stuff. So awesome. be, next awesome. year should be exciting. What do you have here? What do we have? So uh, yeah, we're pouring at the fest. Um, so from our year-round lineup, we have Pearl Snap, German yeah. Pills, Black Thunder Schwartz Beer, Fire Eagle, American IPA, and then two seasonals, Super Awesome Hellas Lager, and Heavy Machinery Wet Hop IPA. Alright, well let's try the Super Awesome. Alright, that's a, that's the lightest, that's lightest the light one. one? That's a okay, and Fire Eagle is one of our favorites. Are you guys coming up with the 99 cans again, or not doing that anymore? Maybe like the Olympics, once every four years, something like that. Awesome, awesome. Alright. Super Awesome for you. Okay, Super Awesome, we're tasting Super Awesome right now. I know I love that beer. So, oh, that's good. Can I ask you a question? When you want to drink with a historical figure, what what will you drink with that person? And who, who will that be? With with any figure at all? Any figure. It can Historical, be alive. yeah. Oh man, live or dead. That's, that's a, a really good one. question. Nobody you know, can I ever answer that. I wish I could go back and actually have a beer with my great grandpa. He was the first one to give me a sip of beer when I was really, like, probably three. Awesome. And I hated it, and I think I spit it out, and he laughed at me. So I wish I could go back now and actually enjoy it and uh, be able to sit down and talk to him about, yeah, and actually enjoy a beer with him. Awesome. And you would have another beer with him? I would love beer yeah. works beer? Oh, of course. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Are you guys still making that uh, lotion in the basket? Every once in a while, yeah, it's got a lotion that's an unfiltered lager beer that we make. That is uh, awesome, and I love the name. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for giving us a couple minutes. We're going to keep tasting some beer. Awesome, 
Yes, I'm here with Sam Caradioni, and this is Juan's Beer Hero. Um, just thank you so much for coming over. I know I met you yesterday real quick. Yes, we did. Yeah, and uh, so how you doing? Real quick. I love the GABF. I've lost my voice, but I uh, I've kept my composure. That's good. That's good, but you're doing great. Real question. Uh, what historical figure would you like to have uh, 120 minute with or one of your favorites? I'd like to have 120 minute with Emerson. Uh -huh. So I, he's my hero as a writer, Ralph Waldo Emerson. I'd love to drink a 10 year old 120 with him. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Alex came from Adele Brewing. You are the head of marketing? Yes, awesome. I am. Awesome. All right, so how are you guys doing over here? Sorry? How are you guys doing over here? You guys are well? Oh, we're loving it. I mean, it's GABF week. We couldn't be more excited. It's a one time a year. There's kind of the national spotlight of craft beer is over Colorado, and we get to embrace that. We, we do it here. We do it at our tap room. It's just kind of amazing, amazing energy. Awesome. Well, we're from El Paso, Texas. And we're trying really hard to get more of your beer because we do very well. We own a bar. We had a tap takeover, so that's how I know about Todd. All right. Yeah. Todd's the man. I don't know. I don't know if it was going to be here or not, but he's Oh, yeah. Too. Todd will be here. All right. Anything new that you guys are coming up with soon that we should know about? Yeah. Our, our latest release that we're really excited about is, is our Jolly Russian. It's a 13.3%. It's the one I'm drinking right now. It's really good. Well, you can tell me about it then. No, you tell me about it. <laughs> it's a 13.3% Russian Imperial Stout that we've been aging in rum barrels for over two years. And uh, the brewery was really excited to come out with this one. And uh, we're, we're just so happy with the end result. It's it's incredibly balanced, those dark chocolatey notes. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is really, really good. And you got sparkling water. What's up with that? You want to keep sparkling, everybody hydrated? Sparkling water is, uh, that's just, yeah, that keeps the team going. Um, when we put in our bottling line a couple of years ago, we had to make sure it runs the right. Yeah. So we decided, hey, let's run a couple of lines of bottling water. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got a fun question real quick. Yep. Um, if you were to die and come back as a beer, which one would it be? Wow. That's what we do in this podcast. <laughs> if I were to die and come back as a beer, yes. I would probably be a bourbon barrel-aged Russian Imperial Stout because if I died and come back, it means I was old and musty, but still probably really powerful because I just conquered death. Would it be Odell? Of course it would. Odell okay. Bourbon Barrel Stout. Do you, would, would you want them to put you in the mash, your dead body in the mash? And just... Yeah, I think what you'd want to do is take my ashes and dry hop it, kind of like that dial. You just sprinkle me in. Yeah. Yeah. Smoky and ashy. At yeah, the same time. Probably, you're right. There'd be a little residual smokiness, but not yeah. too much. Real balanced. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank yeah. you very much for speaking to us. We've got to move on, but thank you. Thank you. It's Pleasure good to meet you. with Lara Bell, the owner of Bell's Brewing. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing over here at GABF? We are having so much fun. You know, it's, what, 50,000 people over I don't three know. days? I must count, count of the beers that I've been drinking, so I can't really count people it's right now. It's just such a good, I mean, everybody's happy. It's good an atmosphere. You know, we're having a great time, so. 
Well, you guys are doing very good. Like I said, uh, you guys are coming to Texas in March, you said? March, and we're yep. very, very excited, especially in El Paso, Texas, a border town. We are, so I actually just went to El Paso to interview distributors. So I was there about a month oh, ago. Oh, nice. And I got to spend, I mean, a very short amount of time, but it was really so nice. So you talked to LNF, the Budweiser people? Yeah. How did I go? And it was great, so we're looking forward to partnering with them. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know which beers you guys are going to come in with? So we always launch with our whole portfolio, so you'll get draft and bottle and can mm -hmm. of pretty much everything and then we'll see what works so you know we hope okay. we find the right bit of beers for El Paso. Yeah, for sure people have been asking for Oberon, to Hardedale, those are the favorite well, ones. We will make sure you Anything get it. new or limited that you think that uh, El Paso will benefit from? You know for launch we try to launch with a lot of our core brands and we'll bring in a couple specialties for release but then you guys will see all of the stuff that comes through from Bells after that. So Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well we do this podcast we have a lot of fun with it it's about drinking and we also have like for <laughs> all fun questions. Um, if you were to die and come back as a beer, Ooh. which one would it be? Obviously, I think it would be Bells. Honor yeah, your name. Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Can I say wine? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, uh, maybe Oarsman. It's our uh, light, tart wheat beer, and it's just refreshing as hell, and uh, you can enjoy it. Anytime, I guess. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, this is a short interview, but thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. it. I didn't yeah. know you were the we're owner. Looking oh, my God. We're in El Paso, for sure. Awesome. So. For sure. Well, thank you so much. And... All right, everybody. This is Michelle and Juan. And we're saying, tired. Yeah, this has been a really, really good time at GABF. Again, thank you to everybody that has talked to us. We can die happy now. Yeah, we. I think we're coming back tomorrow. Let's see if we can get some more people, but we're done for tonight. Yeah, we had a lot to drink, a lot of food from Paired. So we'll Bring talk to you guys to, soon. Bring in the to El Paso, because everybody that we talk to, we talk about El Paso, and they're really excited that they're either coming, they want to come to El Paso, or they just want to come and check it out. Yes, so thanks again. This is me signing off. Good night. Bye. Just keep on drinking. Let's not tell anybody. So that was Michelle and Juan at the Great American Beer Festival. Thank you for listening. Um, again, please share, like, subscribe. Let your friends know about Inside the Drinker Studio. Thank you for putting up with that audio. I know it was a little rough. Um, and, and for our more astute listeners... You might have noticed that our, our intermezzo, our, our song that we use between these segments, is actually a song that was used in a very particular and very weird cartoon. So just to make things fun, if you can email us at insidethedrinkerstudio at gmail.com, that's insidethedrinkerstudio at gmail.com, email us the cartoon and the director um, that, that also used that song and... Uh, the first one to, who, who does that will actually get a $20 gift certificate for the Black Orchid Lounge. So again, email us at insidethedrinkerstudio at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. Love you. Mean it. I was a jack up. I was a drunk up. I was a nap that I was out of.